Hey, church family. Connect group season is Connect here. Connect group season is here. We are talking about it over and over and over and over again because we don't yes. want anyone in this church family doing church alone. That's okay? right. It makes no sense. We encourage you not to go about this thinking you're just, you know, on an island right. all by yourself playing yep. ISO basketball. No, friends. You got a team around yes. you, individuals that want to stand with you by your side and help you become all that God has called you to be. So, again, we're talking about hosting a group right. and being a part of the group. And this is not just in-person groups. We're also doing online. groups online as well. So, yes. if you are all online. Over the country, all over the world, All actually. over the world. That's exactly right. So, what we want to encourage you with is a couple of things. Because we hear people talk about, yep. oh, I'm not comfortable leading a group. And we yep. hear a few different reasons. One reason we hear is fear. Yeah. Just, I don't know the Bible well enough. Wow. What if they ask me a question and right. I'm not sure uh, the answer? Yes. Well, welcome to life. <laughs> True. I, I'm, I'm a parent. I still don't know every answer. I'm making right. up answers every single week. That's My kids right. are like, hey, why is it? I'm like, ask your mother. That's an answer. <laughs> What you want to do yeah. for all of us, what we want to make sure all of us do is take a step, even if we're a little bit afraid. The yeah. question is not, are you afraid? The That's question right. is, is God asking you to take the step? So good. And so if good. you're afraid, but God yeah. is asking you to take the step, then you just take the step, That's even right. when you're afraid, all right? So good. That, that's the first thing. Another and thing. I just want to jump in there too for jump a second. In. You're on a roll, but it's so good. No, no, go, go, girl. It's so good. This morning, so before service online and in, here at White Rock, we have something called Huddle, which the serve team gets together. Yeah. We encourage each other. Yeah. We worship. We pray. Have one online too. Have yeah, Huddle online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Both places. And this morning, Brandy was talking about how when they were pregnant during the pandemic, and she only got to see her parents one time, but it was her community from her connect groups that surrounded her yeah. during a time when her and Al could have felt very isolated. Yeah. And so practically speaking, life is not designed to do it by yourself. That's, That's right. why we have connect groups. That's why we have community. Anytime we get a pastoral care request, someone's in the hospital, someone had a baby, someone lost a loved one, guess what? It's the connect groups that surround That's right. that person and That's actually right. helps them come through it not feeling alone. Yes. So, so connect groups, join one, lead one online, in the room, in person, on a screen. <laughs> we got a group for you. There's already 1,200 people that have already signed up to be a part of connect yeah. groups. Okay, That's already awesome. happened. If you're not one of those folks, we want you to take the step. And again, yeah. we also hear people talk about their time, right? Yeah. Our time is a precious commodity. Right. It's a gift. And the reality is all of us are actually already in groups anyway. It's true. You're already doing things yep. with friends. Yep. You're already, whether it's going to the gym yes. or playing a sport or whatever yep. you might be doing, you're already in groups. We're just saying, go ahead and make that a connect right. group. Go ahead and pray at the beginning of it yes. or pray at the end of it. Yep. It does not have to be incredibly yep. deep and theological in order for it to be a group. We are in this for the long haul. So we want to make sure people are connecting heart to heart, opening up their lives with each other. And we believe that's how spiritual formation will continue to take place. So whether it's fear, insecurity, yep. time, let's just go ahead and pu push right through all of those barriers and let's go ahead and make it let's on earth it. as it is in heaven uh, together. But today, today, I'm excited. I'm excited Me about too. today. It's going to be a good day. We're tag teaming. Tag teaming today. 
tag team. I'm really, really excited about this. Well, number one, because my wife is my favorite person on, on the planet and love you so she much, honey. Move. I almost fell. That's fun. It just caught me that by surprise. That would have been funny. That would have been funny. It's a swivel-ish stool. I would have picked you up, though. I would have picked Thank you up. Thank you. Hey, here, here's, uh, here's the first question I've got for every one of us. Uh, if you're on the chat, do not write a name. But how... Just think it in your head, but don't type it out. How many of you have been bothered by someone you know or don't know over this last year? Okay, in 2020, did anyone say anything or do anything that bothered you? Show of hands in the room, chats, you can go ahead and put that on. Yeah, high fives, high fives, high yep, hands, hands, hands. everywhere hands. here in the room, and I bet online in the chat. Oh, me my too, goodness. Me too, me too, me too. If you have, if you were not annoyed bothered, frustrated, disappointed by something someone said or did this past year. You're the most Christ-like person I've ever met in my entire life. And you're lying, okay? So... <laughs> That's the truth. This past year... All of us. ...have at some point in time, someone said something, did something, or didn't do something, and didn't say something that bothered us. That's right. So we're going to talk about that today. Yes. And I wanted to just say, too, this season we're kicking off just several conversations about relationships, not just dating and marriage, but just relationships with people in general. Mm -hmm. And we thought instead of doing a message, the five keys to lasting love and friendship, we <laughs> thought before we can even, I know. That's coming. It's coming. Next week. Just kidding. But before, it's six keys. Six keys. Six keys. Major keys. Ah, like that joke? Yes, Major key. I did. Um, But all that to say, we thought, you know what? Before we lay this, before we go in on relationships, friendships, navigating life together because life is messy, if we don't deal with the messy part first, yep. anything we say, it may not take fruit and take ground the way we yep. want it to. The, the offense and the disappointments yeah. that we have taken on over the past year or maybe even over the past years of our life as we're trying to pour in the word of God, the truth of, the, of scripture, it's not even going to be able to take root because there's too many things blocking what That's God right. will be trying to do on the inside of us. So the title of today's message is Snatched. Snatched. Now, now, some of you who are really young, you're like, oh, I'm going to the gym so I can get snatched. But most people don't know that's what snatched means now, okay? That, that, for those of us who are old, that's a positive snatch. It's like, oh, I'm going to have somebody try to pick me up. I want, I want somebody, somebody's going to date me. No. We're going snatched like kidnapped, snatched like you are in a room somewhere, snatched like Liam Nielsen and Taken. This is snatched that we're talking about today. And many of us, because of offense, have been snatched. That's right. And you are in a room, you are in a prison, you are locked away in some basement somewhere, and it looks like you're living life, but in actuality, you're in bondage on the inside. And we want to leave today, we want to leave this time together knowing that we are free because God has so much he wants to do in us and through us. So good. And this season has changed the playing rules, the ground rules in many of our friendships and relationships. But the people that are doing life with us don't realize that we've changed. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. We've added layers of 
protection, layers of isolation, defense mechanisms, things to survive that the people that navigate life with us, we haven't let them in on that. And so also offense that we've taken that the people that love us don't know that we've taken, but our, they just know our responses are off. So yes. we're just going to unpack all of that today. We're going to unpack it. Now, in today's day and age, everyone knows, and you have heard, whether you're in America or another part of the world, you have heard cancel culture. You have heard that if somebody says something, does something that's not right, you cancel them. Yep. Now, the problem is that's not kingdom culture. Now, it's the culture of our day, but it's not the way God actually operates. If God canceled every one of us for the poor decisions that we made, not one of us would be able to stand. It is because of his grace and his mercy, and I'm so thankful he does not cancel us. As a matter of fact, Jesus instead got on a cross for us and came out of an empty grave for us so that you and I could have a second chance, a third chance, a fourth chance, and a fifth chance. So today... We're going we're gonna to unwrap this because if you and I don't know how to deal with offense, every relationship you value is already compromised. Take a picture of that slide. If you don't know how to deal with offense, I'm just letting you know right now, every relationship in your life that you value, your wife, your husband, your best friend, shoot, your puppy, Every single relationship. Your boss, your boss, your family. Your boss, your family, your kids, your fraternity brothers, your sorority sisters, your whomever it is. Every relationship is already compromised if you do not know how to deal with offense. So what happens is we have, uh, we have these hackers, right? We have these individuals online that are actually trying to get to us. Trying to get our information. Trying, trying to get, get our, our information. And we want you to see that offense is a hacker. Some guy or girl in some faraway land, or maybe it's your neighbor, and they are in some room, and they are trying to gain access vulnerable places to your vulnerable your personal information to try to destroy and take advantage of who you are and where God is trying to take you in this life when we were studying this yesterday we were studying how hackers try to pray like Earl said on your weak vulnerable moments mm -hmm. and they'll even friend your friends to win you over or feel familiar or make you feel comfortable mm -hmm. just to get in there to steal information it's about called you. friending yep. yep 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 and so offense does the same thing it finds other people that are upset about the same thing to try to friend you does that make sense to try to take you out to try to steal your most valuable assets which is trust mm -hmm. which is peace which is grace, mm -hmm. which is forgiveness, which is kindness. Yes. So we want you to see that offense is a hacker. And offense is not your friend. That's right. It can look like your friend. Don't friend it. It'll act like your friend. It will talk to you like it's your friend. Hey, I can't believe they did that. Can you see what they posted? Did you see what they posted? I can't believe they said that. Hey, I thought they knew you better than that. And it starts talking to you. And it makes total sense. 
Some of y'all right now are getting mad at me. You hear me say this, you're like, well, you don't know my business, okay? Because you don't know. Listen, I'm not saying you've got to trust the person. I'm not saying you got to be in relationship with the person. I'm not saying you got to act like nothing ever happened. Right. I'm not saying that. We're not saying that. But we are saying is there is no place for any of us to carry offense because that, my friends, is trying to kill the purpose and the destiny that God has put That's on the right. inside of you. It is trying to snuff out and disconnect you from the very people that God called you to be connected with. So not only do you see the friending, you see, uh, what do you call it, the impostering? That's uh, right, it, yes. It kind of posture, like it's, a, like it's an insider. Talk exactly. about that, honey. Yes, yes. When we were studying about this, sometimes when hackers try to just get in there and just steal your life, you know, they even do it with kids on video games. The other night, um, our son was playing Fortnite, Grayson, our middle child, and we have this family rule that you can't play Fortnite with people that you don't know because there's creepers in there who are trying to talk your language. And really, they're 38 years old. Come on, somebody. We live in a real world. And our son is 10. So with that said, we have a family rule. You can't play Fortnite with people that are not your friends because people will perpetrate like they're your friends, like they're on your same level, but they don't have your best interest in mind. That's the same thing with offense. It tries to jump in there in familiar areas of pain. You know when you have just areas of pain in your body, if there, you, something's going on with your knee and you touch it and you feel pain, offense patrols the room of your life and your heart. And it's looking for those pain points to just camp out, befriend you, and just before you know it, it tries to rob your whole life. So what, what we were seeing happen yeah. is individuals were at a company and uh, they were hired, they were hired by the company to see if they were going to be able to get information from the employees of the company. So this company that was, was hired, they came in, these hackers came in, and they just signed, they sent a little email, hey, we're the IT department, and we just need some information because we're making sure everyone's software is updated. And every single person <laughs> at that company was like, oh, sure, just kept sending emails back over and over and over. Didn't even notice that the person on the other side didn't actually work for the company. And I'm telling you, That's this what is what does. offense is trying to do. Is sending out little notes going, hey, flares. you should leave. Hey, don't stay married. Hey, get out of that relationship. Hey, they didn't call you back. Hey, why do they give that person that position? You should have gotten that position. You know they did that because you're black. You know they did that because you're white. You know they did that because you don't speak English that well. You know they did, and they could keep throwing out all yep. these reasons. Did I get too real for y'all for a second there? You know it's because you're a woman, right? And you have all these, they're sending out these little notes. And you're like, okay, let me just reply. And we're opening up our hearts, opening up our lives, and giving offense a foothold. And I'm telling you the ultimate goal that the enemy always has is to steal, kill, and destroy. Offense gives you temporary pleasure, but it creates long-term pain and problems. That's so good. So the temporary true. pleasure is, oh, man, I'm glad you, yeah, can you Somebody believe they did me. that? Can you believe that? I can't believe, you know the church. You know, you know people at church are fake. Yeah, I think they're fake too. And all of a sudden, you got a crew of people just talking about how fake the church is. 
not realizing that they're the church. It's not a building. It's a people. people. It's a community. It's a family. And, and it's always been jacked up. There has never been a church you could go to, a church you could be a part of that's perfect. You know why? You're in it. I'm in it. So I'm not saying we don't hold people to high standards. I'm not saying that at all. But we are saying, friends, this offense is trying to snuff out the plan and purpose of God that is in our lives. Honey, why don't you read that uh, scripture, Matthew yes, uh, chapter. Yes, and I was going to say before I read that scripture, I was going to say that people that have hurt us, wronged us, made us, want to put up, made us want to put up a wall because of how they responded to a situation, a lot of times they don't even know that they did it. And that's where offense kind of buries itself in our hearts because, like I said at the beginning, we've changed, but the people who are navigating life with us who have actually hurt us don't know that we changed the rules. And so as we're talking today, be searching your heart and be praying, God, show me those vulnerable areas where I've let offense camp out. And would you kind of clean out the infection even this morning? Would you clean out the infection on my drive home? Would you clean out the infection when, my, when I'm on my way to work tomorrow? That way, the next thing that happens, it's you're not coming at somebody off of 10 offenses. It's just one. Matthew 18, 15 through 17. If another believer sins against you, go privately and point out the offense. That's perfect. The pages are stuck together. That's okay. Will you get it for me? Yeah, no problem at all. Paper. I know, the pages are paper. like glued together. behind paper. Okay. Here we go. Well, no, that's there page three. Here we go. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. The person listens and confesses it. If you've won that person back, verse 16, but if you're unsuccessful, take one or two others with you and go back again so that everything you say may be confirmed by two or three witnesses. Verse 17, if the person still refuses to listen, take your case to the church. Then if he or she won't accept the church's decision, treat that person as a pagan or as a corrupt tax collector. Okay, so the Bible here, this is Jesus speaking, gives us, you, you can get to level four. It's possible. <laughs> but you don't get to skip levels one, two, and three yeah. and just jump to level yeah. four, okay? Yep. What our culture does is yeah. we skip to level four. From day one. I'm going to treat you like a tax collector or pagan. a pagan. <laughs> this sounds rude, you pagan. You and I have to understand, first, what, what is sin? What is sin? Yeah. If your brother or sister sins against you, sin is to miss the mark. You, you got a target you're going after, and you miss the mark. You're trying, to, you're trying to hit the bullseye, you miss the mark. That's what sin is. Has anyone missed the mark with you? Has anyone asked a question that you thought was so foolish and idiotic? Has anyone posted a comment that you thought was so foolish and idiotic? Has someone that was a mentor, a leader in your life said something that crushed you and they treated it like it didn't even matter, but you know it was a blow to your confidence. All of them. This is all missing the mark. Yep. And the Bible tells us this is how we have to deal with this issue. Number one, take it to them privately. 
Does that mean call five friends or text five friends oh, first oh, to take a poll oh, to find oh, out if okay. you should take it to them privately? Oh, oh, Just okay. asking for a friend. Does that mean does that mean you posted on Facebook or Instagram kind of a cryptic kind of post? Yeah. About, is, is that what that means? When you do those posts, like, I'm giving up on people today. People know somebody <laughs> upset you. <laughs> when you do those posts... I wish people would respect respect me more. We know you've been disrespected. <laughs> I wish people would just stop trying to act like they're your friend, but they're not really your friend because when everybody gets together, you're not even invited to the party. Bye. That was personal, okay? That was personal. Take it to them privately. First. Let me talk to the husbands and wives for just a second. Let me talk to engaged folks, too. Engaged people, you need to you, hold on to this when you get into your marriage, okay? Hold on to this. Wait, what was it? Marco? I meant Marco and name, Macy. That's right. I meant Marco and Macy today. They're engaged. They're getting married next year. It's going to be awesome. So, so Marco and Macy, this is for you and everybody else who's engaged. When your spouse bothers you, you don't take that to your single girlfriends or guy friends and ask them their opinion about marriage. This could be news to some people, babe. They don't know nothing. <laughs> well, you know, when I'm married, I, I, I wait, 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 you're 19. Yeah, yeah, but it's, I, I'm deep. I'm deep, though. I'm deep. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's about age, okay, because maturity doesn't come with age. It comes with the acceptance of responsibility. I do believe that. But you got, you got to be careful that you don't take an offense and start giving it to people that do not have the maturity and the understanding and the wisdom to deal with the problem that you are facing. You take it to them privately. That's right. You don't take it to your mother or your father because when you get over the offense your mother and your father will not be over the offense because you're always their baby so if you keep bringing the junk of your spouse to your parents no wonder the thanksgiving meal or whatever the or the new year's meal is funky because mom and dad still remember when you were hurt take it to them privately Take it to them privately. Step one. Take so it when someone to comes them to you privately. to tell you how they've been offended, how they've been wronged, such and such person upset them, here we go. We got a handle. We say back to them, I'm so sorry that that happened. Did you take it to them? And then I'll hear you out. That's okay. groundbreaking, I know. I know it's quiet in here. Yeah, that's right. Like, wait, wait, wait. You mean... You mean wait. I don't just sit there and give them big hugs and, and just kind of uh, commiserate with them and make them feel really, really good about themselves. You don't have to be rude, but if we're going to be Bible-believing followers of Jesus Christ yeah. and we're not going to do things according to the pattern of the world, my friends, this is what Jesus mapped out for every single one it's of us. It's hard, though. It's, it's hard. hard. 
It, it, we're not going to sit up here and say that it's the easiest thing. No. We were doing a personal inventory on our hearts last night as we were talking this out. And we were talking through just pressure points, times when we felt disappointed by each other, by friends, by people that we admire. And Earl even said to me, we were, he was kind of interviewing me, and I was talking through just this past year personally. And he said, well, why don't you call him? I was, I'm just going to be honest. Y'all don't judge me. Do not judge me. No, no I'm judgment. human just like you. But some people, you know, on Instagram, how you just kind of have to silence them. I don't know what that's called. The you right. mute them. You, you mute, mute them. them. Yeah, yeah. So I have muted so many this people season, this past year. Mute, 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 mute. I don't want to unfollow because yeah. then they know. But I want to mute so I don't ever have to see your face. I don't ever have to hear your comment, okay? So I have definitely had my fair share of mutes in this season. And he was saying to me, do you think that you should call that person? And so then I had to search my heart to make sure that I was muting them, not because I was offended, like having this deep root. He said, every time you see them, do you feel sick to your stomach? That would be a good indicator if you're offended. And so we were just talking through it personally. So we're navigating this too also. We're not talking to y'all today about something that we're not also right. challenging, challenging each other Onika's on. Onika is really struggling with this, guys. I want you to know she actually, her prayers are still powerful, but I, I want you to get free. Okay, today is my day. Today is the day victory is coming. Listen, no, listen, I feel free. I already brought it to you privately. I'm taking it to the church. You are wrong. You're wrong. You're wrong. But no, we did have a great self-reflecting talk to just think through, okay, do I need to call anybody? Do I need to set up a FaceTime appointment? And of course, your first thought is, I don't have time. I don't have time to FaceTime every person. You know, you, just real talk. When are you actually going to do it? But I just want you to know that just like me, I'm searching my heart to make sure there's not someone I need to call. to make. I don't want compound offense yeah. building up in my life, and we don't want it for you. That's and right. so I do can honestly say my heart feels clean. I'm not carrying um, last year's hurt on my shoulders, but I am looking for blind spots to make sure there wasn't something little that could turn into something That's big. That's so good. Usually offense, uh, yeah. usually offense is going to require us to get dirty before you get clean. You have to like, go back to a, a, a dirt point. A pain a, point. A pain point, a difficult spot. And that's what, and none of us really want to do that. But we want to be free. But if you want freedom then usually you're going to have to deal with some dirt. Shawshank Redemption, one of the best movies of all time. Um, I, 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 lo I love that movie for, for a bunch of reasons. But at the end, well, don't well if you haven't seen it, it no, honey, I got it. It's I'm an so, old movie. It's old. If you haven't seen it by now, then that's on you. So <laughs> at the end of the movie, the guy is escaping out of prison, and he has to leave through the sewer system. That'll preach the right there. And the, the commentary, which is Morgan Freeman's voice, which is, you know, the voice of the Lord. <laughs> he has to crawl through 500 yards of poop to come out clean on the other side. So he had to go through the mess to get to the place of freedom. And if you and I are willing to go so through good. the mess, I'm telling you, we'll get to a place of freedom. And I pray that we begin to live a life that's almost unoffendable. And when we get to that place, I'm telling you, you'll be able to run with more passion and fire than you ever even thought possible. So good. Number one, take it to them privately. Step two, if they don't listen, what do you do? Do you cut them off? Nope. No. 
you take one or two others along with you. What does that look like practically? So this is where you need to have and I need to have some people in our life that are mature, that are, that are kingdom-minded, Christ-minded, individuals that are not just about self but are about others, people that love you enough to be able to tell you the truth even when the truth hurts, some people that you will trust, and some people that this other person will trust. And this is why community and being planted in a great place, this is why people uh, jumping from church to church to church to church is not healthy because you don't ever get a relationship long enough with people where you can trust anybody with these parts of your heart. And just keep going from place to place to place to place to place because every place was bad and every place burned you and every place made you upset. But now you don't have the infrastructure that you need to be able to work through the things biblically the way Jesus asked for us to. So you go and you say, I need one or two others. I'm having a problem with so-and-so. I've already talked to them privately. It didn't go well. It was hard. We cried. I'm more frustrated than I was before. Will you be willing to come with us and sit down? Because what we want is this thing to be healed. One or two others And mature people. Not your crew that, you know, they're just going to come for somebody. They're just looking to jump in. You know those friends oh, yeah. that just are ready at 100 always? They just live at 100? <laughs> Don't bring those friends. That's right. You bring those friends to a fight. Yes. Yes. You want to have those friends, right? It's like, okay, hey. He's barely he saved, me. okay? I know he's carrying. Earl McClellan. Come with me, okay? Yes, you better have some delete friends that. like that, delete, okay? Delete, delete, some delete, friends delete. that can be like, you know, shake somebody right here, and you're like, okay, we'll pray for their healing. You need some friends like that. But when it's, when it's time to reconcile, those aren't the friends right. that you're trying to bring. They're like, okay, where, where, where's it at? Where's it at? I was like, whoa, whoa, yeah. no, 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 no. We're Not this those is, friends. This is my wife, okay? We're trying to, <laughs> I'm trying to make this work. <laughs> Number three, if it doesn't work after privately, if it doesn't work after bringing one or two others, I'm going slow here. I'm going slow because this is what we, we see take this. people out all, all the, time. the time. Number three, then you take it to the church. Then you come to some leaders or pastors. Maybe it's your connect group leader. Maybe it's a, a team captain. Yeah, but not on a group chat. So in church life, there's lots of group chats. There's like serving <laughs> the team slack, chats. Yeah. There's this thing called Slack that serving teams together mm -hmm. have to communicate with one another. There's Facebook groups, same thing. Don't, don't put it on there. Just, that's just a good handle. No, that's a really good handle. I agree. Not everybody agree. needs to just be on front. So you're going like to take it. That's right. You're going to take it to the church. Yeah. If there's no reconciliation at that point in time, you now have permission to create space in that relationship is what Jesus says. You now get to go, hey. And, of course, this is not an abusive situation. Of course That's, not. None yeah. of this applies to situations of abuse no, of you, any kind. It, whether it's physical, sexual, abuse, just mental, by. emotional, please get yourself to a place of safety. Yes. That is, there's no doubt about that. You don't have to follow steps one through four. No, just no. You run and we will yeah. cover you and have your back yes. and you let we us you know yes. and it's not your fault. Yes. We will be there to make right. sure you are covered in those times. So with all of that uh, being said, as we, we've walked through uh, this, in a, it was kind of slow, but I think it was necessary for it to be slow like this. 
We just want to make sure that we're still fleshing this out in our own lives. That's right. But what we don't want to allow, we don't want to allow the past offense to keep you from the present promises that God so has good, for Earl. you. So and good, And what too many of us are dealing with yep. now, it's past issues with men. Past issues yeah. with women. That's right. Past issues with pastors. Yep. Past issues with black yep. people. Yep. Past issues with white people. Right. Past issues with single people. Yep. Past issues. Come on, I'm, tr I'm trying yes, to talk real on. here. I didn't do anything to you. I just look like somebody who did. Okay. So now you're treating me like I'm the one that hurt you and I didn't hurt you. Wow, that's real. So God has some things that he wants you to actually get from me. You can't get from me because you painted me with a brush of somebody who offended you in the past. Listen, God wants us free. He does. Teenagers, God wants you free. You don't have to live with offense from stuff your parents have said or done. They don't get you. They don't understand you. They're not giving you the freedom that you want. You'll be a parent one day, and then you will figure out that, okay, none of us really know exactly That's what right. we're doing. <laughs> that was a big amen right there. Yeah. It's the truth. Do not allow that past offense to be the stuff that keeps you in prison from the present promises God has for you. And we're not saying don't recognize pain. Oh, we're not God. saying ignore no. pain. We're not saying that we don't live in a broken world and there will be things that will hurt us. That's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about personal relationships, frustrations, situations where we're carrying hurt for too long because we haven't brought it to the cross and we haven't brought it to that person. And we want every single one of us at home and in the room to live a life of freedom. We're going to have times when people fail us. We're going to have moments when someone said they would be there and they were not there for us. We're going to have moments when someone carried something for us and they dropped it. That is unavoidable because we live on planet Earth. But what we can do with that is give that pain, give that hurt, give that heaviness to Jesus and walk through healing and restoration in a healthy way instead of compound pain, compound pain, right. compound pain. Before you know it, the spark is gone from your eyes. Before you know it, you're walking out on friendships and relationships yeah. and disconnected from community and people that are actually for you. We are asking for the new life and the abundant life that Jesus has for us. But then we don't want to live our lives surrendered and submitted to the principles and the truths that he's laid out for us. So we're saying, God, give me life, life to the fullest. And he's saying, yes, I have that for you. But you're going to have to go to them privately. And if that doesn't work, you're going to have to take somebody else with you. And if that doesn't work, you're going to have to take it to the church. And the whole time through, you're praying that there would be unity, that there will be reconciliation, that eyes would be opened. And my friends, what we're talking about today takes confidence Courage. and it takes humility. And if you and I will understand who we are in Jesus, 
we believe we can have the healthiest relationships the world has ever seen. We actually believe that. that wanna, not just in the church, but in your personal lives as well. And lastly, the person that you bring it to, we cannot guarantee that they're going to respond correctly. So, because not everyone has the emotional maturity to apologize. Or they choose not to apologize or to own their stuff. So we can't guarantee that it's going to be this, you know, right. dreamy moment over coffee or over FaceTime and crying together and then everything's going to be happily ever after. We cannot promise that. But what we are saying is at least before you bring it to someone else, give them the chance. And if they fail, they fail. But Jesus will never fail you. Man, that's so, so good. So good. If you wouldn't mind, just for a moment, whether you're online or in the room, just bow your heads for just a moment. Just want to pause for a second and recognize that some of us might be carrying something that we know we shouldn't be carrying. And maybe there are not, there's not just one name, there's multiple names coming to mind right now. I just personally uh, want to apologize if I've said or done anything. Our staff has said or done anything. And I even want to apologize if there's another church that has said or done anything that has offended you. And now I want us to own our part. They were holding on to something God did not ask us to hold on to. And this can be a moment of freedom for us right now. So let that person's name that, uh, that church's name, that boss's name, that company's name, that politician's name. Let that name come to you. And Father, as a family right now, in chats and in chairs, we, we ask you to forgive us for holding on to things you did not ask us to carry. We ask you to forgive us for holding on to offense when we were always supposed to put that in your hands. And I pray for there to be a release over every person's heart and life. I pray that chains would fall off. I pray that eyes would be opened. I pray that the the cords that have tied us, the ropes that have tied us, the prison that we have been in emotionally, we would be released from and we would see the glorious light of new life in Jesus. I thank you that we are coming out of basements and living free. I thank you for every man, every woman under the sound of my voice, no matter where they are in the world. I thank you, God, that this is a moment of a brand new start. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. Can we clap our hands with enthusiasm, church family?